G'day trendsetters, I've just ironed my shirt and I'm getting ready for work but I just thought I'd uh, put one out there to you. Um, the FTX exchange and uh, Sam, how's these names of these people? You know, Sam Bankman Freed, SBF. I mean, I had never saw all these old interviews of him where Peter Schiff was talking about. You can see, you can, I have the ability, I don't know, not everyone has the ability, but I can just about usually read a person when I meet them like a book. I can read them over the phone. I can see right through them and usually they're genuine and good, but old Sam Bankman free, like, yeah, if you look at the old interviews it's and listen to what was being said, you know, people interviewing him say, you know, that sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Anyway, the free market in the crypto world is alive and well. And there's an old saying, it's, it's amazing how the fools and their money get together in the first place. And so... If you were crazy enough to have some blip on an exchange and that the only, and that you still measured, isn't it funny how everyone talks cryptos, but they talk about what the cryptos are worth in dollars. Why would it matter if you believe in your little digital currency? I'll just put the phone down so I can put my socks on. hope you can hear me all right. If you believe that you've got a crypto that's worth something, that 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 a token that, that someone's going to accept for something else, I mean, all you have to do really is, is just rationally think and look around and go, right, can I go and pay for my fuel with this currency? No. I mean, that's that's the answer. Can I go to Big W and buy a bloody, you know, umbrella with this crypto without using an exchange, just straight from my wallet into Big W's accounts? No. So you've got all these derivatives of blips of nothing floating around, masquerading like they're worth something and, and earning fake interest, you know, 21% interest. And, and if you can't see the fraud... If you can't sit down and work out, you know, it's when you're picking a stock, when you're, when you're investigating a company, should I buy into this company? You've got to work out how they make money. And, and if, you're, if you're dealing on a crypto exchange with a load of blips that are making somehow some sort of interest on, on something, you want to try and work out how that's being generated. And if it looks too good to be true, trendsetters, it is. It is too good to be true. But this, nothing really, we shouldn't be screaming about this. We shouldn't be, we, we should be applauding the free market for collapsing FTX exchange. Because that's how the free market gets rid of fraudsters. 
And yes, a, a, a shit ton of people lost all their dough or lots of their dough. But those people needed to lose, lose their dough to learn how to spot a fraud. And if you can't spot a fraud, stay out of it. You don't have to take up everything that comes floating by you on the bloody internet while you're at work or whatever. Just let it go. Defer your judgment. Defer your decision. You know, if you sit back and wait, I'm in the real estate game. People say, oh, that's, that's yeah, that's not really the offer I was looking for. Or, or well, let me, let me think about it. Let me think about it. We'll talk about it and sleep on it. That's what prudent people do when they're making a decision. There's no need to bang, push the button. You need to know that right now. I'm just going to throw my jeans on. And uh, so, yep, Bankman Freed, what a name for a fraudster. Bankman. Bankman and then Freed like Milton Friedman. These, you know, these guys, it's like the, you know, the dog trainer down the roads, Mr. Bulldog or whatever, you know, it's, and the, and the, 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 the head of the treasuries, you know, Michaelia Cash or whatever the hell, you know, they got these names. Anyway, it should be Bankman Fraud now. So, this is uh, melting out into the rest of the markets, this Meltdown, it's, there's an Australian exchange suspended all withdrawals yesterday. That means, bang, you'll never get your money back. They're just temporarily, temporarily suspending the convertibility of gold into the dollar or your withdrawals of what you thought was your money, which was actually just a blip in a server and... Well, what these guys did was they they dipped into their into their customers' wealth and and uh, distributed that to other customers while everything was going to shit because uh, they said they had something there that wasn't really there. So, and then they misappropriated funds. This is the trouble when you have a trading desk so-called making money on a daily basis and then you have depositors funds and uh, they should be two totally different thing and a uh, you know investment bank trading bank should be totally different than a a bank that uh, you bank your wealth into and they hold it safe that's that's uh, being discussed on other podcasts you know the difference between a a term deposit and a checking account which has been the the lines have been blurred but the free market is alive and well, guys, because this thing collapsed. So the fools and their money get separated again. And, and it's too late. You know, the, the, the realisation for some people, like, oh dear, oh dear. I, uh, I spoke to a lady the other day that put 200000 into some sort of crypto and she's got 20,000 left so she's measuring it in dollars and why would you measure in dollars if you believe in the crypto aren't the dollars old hat aren't the dollars you know 
on the way out? Aren't they not worth anything? And why do you, everyone measure their crypto in dollars? And how come, how come everyone had to use dollars to buy crypto? Well, a lot of people, most people that own some sort of crypto, there's an on-ramp and off-ramp. I worked that out way, way back. It's like, hang on a minute. We're just, we're just making up derivatives of dollars on the blockchain. But all this, all this wealth that just got evaporated, all this, these people's savings that just disappeared because they held them in a you know, risky situation and lost them because they thought they were, they were safe and they were going to, and it was all good. They were, they were just making that fantastic interest rate and what could go wrong? You wrote a song about that. But it's great to see the free market clearing out the bad wood. Let, let the, uh, the fraudulent entrepreneur go broke because he's not, a, not really an entrepreneur. He's a fraudster. And, uh, Let the free market, and the free market is in the crypto world because there's no Fed coming, stepping in, oh, we need to bail out these guys out like they're Lehman Brothers. There's none of that, which is excellent because uh, it just allows, you know, and so if there is a worthwhile, uh, usable token out there, it will come to the fore. But in the meantime, all these other scams and everything have to fall over. And yes, it's very sad that people lose their money, but some people go into business and spend a million dollars and, and, and go broke. And no one ever gets paid back if they, owe, if they borrow the money. Some people have the money and they, t- they step out into a venture and they lose. They lose. That's, that's the lesson from the market and that's the just part of the market. Because when they lose, it clears the way for someone, uh, for something more just or something that's that's real, that's that's profitable, that works. You have to clear the dead wood. So the crypto market is fantastic. It's an example of how the free market should work in every aspect of our life. Every little transaction that you make should not be interfered with by a third party. So you should be able to lose your money, lose your currency, lose your wealth to be shown the wrong path so that you can choose the right one. In real estate training, we have a little saying called make failure your friend. And the theory is you might go and open a a knock on 100 doors today and get told to uh, FO 100 times, but, but the 101th door will open and, and say, come in and have a cup of tea and we'll, we're thinking about selling. But if you don't knock on those hundred doors, it's FO all the time. There is nothing, there's no little gem. It's like digging for gold. You dig, you dig, you dig, you dig, you, you drink water, you eat food, you, you use more fuel, you keep digging, 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 you're going backwards, 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 dig, 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 bang. Whoop, you, you, you launch forward again, you hit a nugget of gold. That's, that's how life is, guys. So let all these corrupt exchanges disappear. Um, but yeah, the, the, the whole idea of having a crypto 
was to be outside the banking system and then the crypto world built its own little banking systems and some of them were built on fraudsters. Like if you have to trust an exchange with your crypto that's basically doesn't really do you any good, doesn't, have, doesn't buy anything, you can't really do anything with it at the moment, it's fairly hard. If I'm on, on Facebook Marketplace or something like that, and I want to buy a lawnmower, you know, and I ring the guy over, you got a crypto wallet? You know, you want to take uh, Ethereum for that? If the guy's young, you might, you might get, you might get a yes. But most of the time it's like, no, mate, I'll just, you know, PayPal or whatever it is. I'm not that I've got PayPal any longer. That's another podcast, eh? It's fairly hard to transact in the shit. I'd have better chance of, of offering him a few ounces of silver for the lawnmower than I would a crypto. Now that's not to say that in the future we may be, be dealing with a crypto, but who knows what the future's going to look like, guys? We've got the West trying to go to war. You know, the future needs power. And if you ain't got no power, how are you going to deal in the crypto? Hmm? You're going to sit on the side of the road with a pencil and a piece of paper and say, well, here, look, there's my wallet. I printed it out before the power went out. I've got this much. I'll give you this much. You, you make, a, make a, an adjustment on your ledger and I'll make an adjustment on my ledger and, and uh, I'll have the lawnmower. How's it going to go with intermittent power? Because we're, we're going to go backwards 50, 100 years if they keep going the way they're going with all this green energy bullshit. Um, that's another podcast. But so that everyone's saying, well, yeah, it should have been in a, in a private wallet. Well, you, you've got to turn your phone on to get the private wallet. You've got to turn a computer on to get the private wallet. That's a step too far. If you want true privacy, you can deal in a commodity that you can put in your pocket and hold for real. That's I've circled back around, gold and silver. Now I own Kinesis, which is, you know, one gram of gold is one KAU. You've got a digital token on the blockchain that's backed up by by gold in a vault. Yes, I believe that gold is in the vault. They get audited twice a year and all that. But with no power, I can't use it. Without my phone, I can't use it. So, when the real world comes and slaps us in the face, you might want to have a bit of silver and copper and gold in your pocket. Because, uh, if you've got crypto on an exchange, it it's, uh, could disappear. And if you've got dollars on an exchange, which you have now, you people with digits in the, in the bank, that disappears too. We will see bank runs, but we won't really. We, we, they won't let them run too much. They're running now. There's a big bank run at the moment going on in Australia. People are buying real estate with their dollars. They're buying gold with their dollars, anything. They're buying new cars with their dollars, whatever. They're getting their dollars away from the bank because they're not getting any interest for it. 
and the banks trying to stop people because their whole business model was expansion of credit. And now they're shrinking and, you know, the Commonwealth Bank in, in Atherton here is, is open till two o'clock in the afternoon. That's it. So the Suncorp Bank is where our business is now. That's already gone. It's the expansion of bank credit which blows up these bubbles in assets that seeps, it seeps out into the rest of the economy. But that's not what I started talking about. Back, back on track, we, we got Sam Bankman-Fried. Did he give enough billions to the, to the Democrats to avoid prosecution? I think he might have should have come up with maybe one more billion and he would have been just safe as Hunter Biden. But right now... He's going to be investigated and they'll probably just won't throw the book at him too much or they'll do him for, for tr trying to bribe them. Who knows what they'll do. And uh, if, he, if he was running a Ponzi scheme and a, and a fraud like Frank Ponzi and like uh, Bernie Madoff, this guy that was going to be the next Warren Buffett on a bunch of blips on a screen, uh, we'll see what sort of trouble he gets in. But I definitely think he should have donated another billion. He probably would have been safe. All right. I'm ready to go to work now, guys. I'll see you on the next one.